to Totalus Rankium. This week, Quintillus. Welcome to Roman Empress Totalus Rankium. I'm Jamie. And I'm Rob. Episode 41, Quintilus. Ranking all the Roman Emperors. Oh yeah, sorry. And I'm Rob, ranking all the Roman Emperors. Episode 41, Quintilus. Quintilus. Yeah. Claudius II's brother. Mm. Who was mentioned a couple of times last episode. Yes. Yes. He was. But not, not in much detail. Do you think he's going to live up to his brother? I'm hoping he's going to do more and do better. Okay. That's my hope. And considering the historian Augusta loved Claudius, oh. <laughs> what do you think about him? Well, they surely they love his brother as well. Because mm. he, he'd be related to the Constantine. Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, let's jump straight into his life. Born Marcus Aurelius Claudius Quintilus in 212. He was the younger brother of Claudius too. As per usual, we know nothing about his life until his brother took charge of the empire. At some point, he had two sons. Okay. He was put in charge of Sardinia during his brother's reign. This possibly tells you something about him. There's a lot going on in the Empire. Where shall I put my brother? Sardinia? Oh. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Does he inherit the rock? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Sardinia's a lovely place. It's lovely now. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. That's where sardines come from. Yeah, so perhaps this tells you that Claudius didn't really believe in Quintilus's ability. Maybe. I don't know. I'm mm. speculating. I like his name. Yeah, it's quite nice, isn't it? Yeah. According to one source, upon hearing that his brother had died of smallpox, he was chosen by the troops in Italy to be the emperor. The more reliable source we have has it that the Senate themselves chose Claudius, his brother. All right. So Claudius dies of smallpox. The Senate go, um, he's got a brother inside, isn't he, hasn't he? Uh, yeah. It'll do. It'll do. <laughs> Pop him on the throne. Yeah. So, in 270, he was made the emperor. Mm. Yeah. Straight away, he headed north to Aquileia. He had heard that troops in the Danube were not too pleased about his promotion to the throne yeah. um, because they wanted the trusted general that they all loved, Aurelian. Mm. But he, he's not going to become anything, so it doesn't matter. No. So, Quintilus hearing that, about this immediately marches up to Aquileia. He's got to go and sort this out. Yep. Upon arriving in Aquileia, he was informed that the troops, in fact, had declared Aurelian the emperor. Ooh. Not muttering anymore. Aurelian had been declared emperor. There's clearly only one thing to do. Civil war. Or co-emperor. Ooh, two things to do. I will just quote, <laughs> and this will show you what he decided to do. He died. <laughs> Quintilus was advised by his friends, as soon as they heard of Aurelian being made emperor, to die by his own hand and give place voluntarily to a man of so much greater merit. They report that he complied by opening a vein and bleeding to death. Oh, he actually did kill himself. As Gibbon says, he sunk under the fame and merit of his rival, and ordering his veins to be opened, prudently withdrew himself from the unequal contest. There we go. That's Quintilus. <laughs> <laughs> so he's emperor literally for five minutes, in the time it took him to get to, from... One place to, to ask, or you'll, you'll be better anyway. Kill me! Yeah, I, I love the <laughs> love the quote of he was advised by his friends as soon as they heard of Aurelian being made emperor. Oh, you know what, Quintilus? We all love you and everything, but you're a great guy. But uh, come on, you're Quintilus, and he 
He's Aurelian. I mean, there's only one thing to do. Yeah, you're right, I should stand down. No. No, no. No, you've got to die. Yeah. And I'm saying this as your friend. Yeah, we, we love you, man, but... <laughs> the veins have to be opened. Here's the razor blade. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Oh. Yeah. Are you sort of up there with, um... Hostilian. No, I was thinking with um, that with uh, was it Thrax's son? Oh yeah, Thrax did have a son who became he was technically emperor at some point. Yeah, he was kind of co-emperor for a, a while, minute. but we didn't count him no. because he died at the same time as Thrax. Sounds a bit like that. The reason why Quintilus actually gets an episode, if you can call it this, <laughs> <laughs> is the fact that technically he was the sole ruler of Rome for some period of time. <laughs> We could have just added this on to the last, the well, last episode. Well, we could have done, but I like to keep things neat. That's One fine. episode per That's empire. Fine. And also, this does give us a chance to have a look at what's going on in the empire. Okay. So we've got a nice level playing field. We know what is going on everywhere for the start of the next episode. Good. So first of all, let's let's have a look at the political landscape. Yeah. At the death of Quintilus. The empire, remember, is still split into three. So we've got the Gallic Empire, the Roman Empire, and the Palmarine Empire. Let's have a look at the Gallic Empire first. As already covered, Posthumus started the Gallic Empire. Posthumus was born from relatively obscure origins and rose through the ranks like many did at the time, as okay. far as we can tell. He was apparently promoted to run the legions by Valerian oh, in the Rhine yeah. area. Due to the unrest in the region and the fact that it seemed that Valerian and Gallienus seemed more interested in the Danube and the east, mm. the Gallic forces declared Posthumus as emperor. Ooh. Posthumus, remember, had Sal in hand, Gallienus' son, yep. and was in a strong position. As mentioned before, the trigger for this was the army being told they had to hand over all their booty. Posthumus mm. made a show of complying for a while, but then sieged the city that Sal was in. Mm. Sal could not stand up to Posthumus. The city fell. Sal was killed. The supporters of Posthumus claimed that it was the local Gauls that killed Sal, but it wasn't. Lying. It was lies. Fibbing. Lies. Yeah. So Gaul, the um, Germanias, superior and inferior, Retia, Britannia, Narbonosis, and Hispania all threw their supports behind Posthumus. Mm. This is, is essentially modern day France, Spain, and Britain. Yeah. Yeah. The reason why they went across so easily is because they felt abandoned. And here was a leader that obviously would prioritise the safety of Gaul and stopping barbarians coming across the Rhine. They just want attention, basically. Yeah. Tell us you love us. Understandably, because these so-called emperors keep going off and fighting in deserts halfway across the world. Well, the entire way across the world, according yeah. to them. So, <laughs> the other side of the world. Yeah. So they, they just want someone to look after them. Posthumus set himself up as consul and Pontifex Maximus, and he seemed to set up a senate and everything else he thought that he needed to run a country. Yeah. Yeah. Although it's called the Gallic Empire, this is Roman through and through. He just mimics the Roman Empire. So this <laughs> yeah. is not culturally Gallic. No. It's just because it was in the Gallic region. Yeah. But it is, it's a second Roman Empire, is what it is. Got her in Senate and... Yeah, well, actually, we don't know for certain. It's just speculated. Oh, they they, no, they did. Oh, I think so. The guess curved building. Guess who's in the Senate? Posthumous. And who fights for Posthumous? Jeff! Jeff fights for Posthumous. We did get a message. I did, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Um, someone pointed out that we last saw Jeff being captured by Valerian. How on earth did he end up in the Rhine fighting for Posthumous? I answered. I responded. Well, yeah. Well, I don't want listeners to think we don't do our research. If you remember, Valerian was captured. 
Jeff was then sent back to Antioch as a messenger yes. to let the Romans know that the armies had fallen. Now, Sharpaw didn't want to send no. his own men because the Romans would just kill them. Yeah. So he just sent back the most incompetent soldier he could find. Mm. So Jeff was sent back. Jeff, unfortunately, got lost on the way to Antioch and mm. found himself in Gaul. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so. well, I'll take a shortcut <laughs> yeah. So that's how he ended up fighting for Posthumus Now Posthumus in Gaul is looking for a new senate yep. And through to a comedy of errors Jeff is actually senatorial class through his father So yep. he can now become a senator mm. In Gallic Empire and he still has no idea what's going on. Yeah. He's still no. like, wearing armor, armor the other day. Yeah. <laughs> a robe. I'm hoping one of our listeners will one day put together a comprehensive history of the Jeffy Anus family. Oh, that'd be great. Because I certainly don't have time to go back and listen to them all. So now they know how that happened. It will be more detailed. Yeah. Anyway, back to, <laughs> I'd say, the more solid history. We're mostly going from this story, Augustus. So um, <laughs> probably about the same. Yeah. So as you say, Senate put up. Yeah, It's mimicking the Roman Empire. Posthumus seems to be doing a good job. He manages to slow the incursions across the Rhine and bring some stability to the area. The coins he's producing at this time are actually better quality and high, higher silver content really? than Gallienus's. Uh, they've got as big as an empire, so they don't have to stretch as much. And yeah, and also people. they've got a lot of the silver mines in this territory, which is useful when you're making silver coins. I guess so. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> as Gallienus was finding out. So, but it looks the same, so it's it's not. It's Tim. <laughs> yeah. In two six three, he fought and defeated the Alamanni and the Franks, earning him the title of Germanicus Maximus. There we go. Yeah. Posthumus then started to recruit the defeated Franks to fight against the incoming Franks. Hmm, clever. And it worked for a while. <laughs> Posthumus seems to have made it clear that he was very happy with the boundaries. After all, that's what he was using to sell the idea of him being the emperor. Yeah. He doesn't want to go invade Italy. He wants to stay in Gaul and defend his smaller empire from the barbarians. Yeah. If he starts declaring war on Rome, his supporters will go, oh, see, you just want to be the emperor. Let's stop supporting him. That's true. Yeah. However, it's hard to tell whether he did have bigger ambitions. He certainly never did attack Rome. <laughs> yeah. You remember yeah. when Aureolus tried to revolt against Gallienus. Yeah. He, he called for Posthumus to help. And Posthumus went, no, I'm, I'm happy over oh, here. Got my little nest egg. <laughs> See, I'll tell you what, if you win, I'll come to your aid. <laughs> yeah. Despite the apparent peaceful outlook, it did not stop him issuing coins, robbing it in the fact that he had defeated Gallienus. Oh. I say defeated, he escaped the clutches of Gallienus. So he uh, issued lots of coins, essentially saying... Ha ha ha, I got away. <laughs> Screw yeah. you. Then you turn the coin over and it's a picture of Gallienus just sticking the fingers up. Not Gallienus, sorry, posthumous, obviously. Yeah. yeah. That coin has unfortunately been lost to history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Gallic Empire seems to have been relatively peaceful between 265 and 268. Hmm. As in, we can't see anything that looked terrible, but who knows, maybe there were skirmishes all over. <laughs> However, it was not immune to the dangers facing the Roman Empire, and 269, one of Posthumus's generals, was declared emperor. Hey. Uh, Posthumus was able to put it down within months. So not too oh, bad. Yeah. Killing the general outside modern-day Mainz in oh. modern-day Germany. Yeah. Have you been there? No. no. Okay. Been to Germany. Yeah. <laughs> However, his troops then wanted to sack the city. Hmm. We've just defeated an army. We need to sack the city, said all the troops in unison. <laughs> what did he big, say, but it's our city. <laughs> he 
their own city, no. Posthumus pointed out that it was their city. <laughs> One that they were supposed to be defending, and if they sacked the city, they would be no better than the barbarians that they risked their own lives fighting in the name of the bright new empire. And I'm sure the army thought, yes, Emperor, you're, cor- you're correct. You're yeah. so wise. The troops thought about the undeniable truth of this statement. Yeah. And then stabbed Posthumus to death. Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. And then sacked the city. Yeah. Yeah. One of the soldiers, Marius, was sort of put in place of the emperor. So he, he was just a common soldier. It's like, you're due. You can be the emperor. Marius was more than happy for the sack of the city to happen. Yeah. However... This is where we see a rare thing in the history of Rome, maybe because it's actually the Gallic Empire. Posthumus's Praetorian prefect was yeah. actually loyal to Posthumus. No. And was Stop not right there. was not happy no. that Marius had killed him. Not at all. No. I don't believe that. Or you could read it, the Praetorian prefect took this opportunity now that Posthumus was dead. That's how I read it. Okay. Yeah. He's a Praetorian prefect, obviously. Yeah. He's got a twirly moustache. He wants big cackling. Yeah. This man's name was Victorinus. Or Victorinus. Victor. From Victor. the last episode. Yeah. He became the third Gallic emperor by quickly deposing Marius. Victor was also a soldier who had risen up the ranks and was trusted by Posthumus. When news of all this hit the provinces, they were all happy to stay with Victor. So Britain and the rest of Gaul went, yeah, Victor, he's all right, we'll stay. Apart from Hispania. And they went, no, now Posthumus is gone. It's just just not the same. It's not fun anymore. It's just not as fun. I'm going back. Going back to the old emperor. (laughs) Claudius then made some moves to take back the Gallic Empire, but was unable to do so due to those Gothic invasions we discussed last episode. And that takes us up to the present day. So Victor hmm. is in charge of the Gallic Empire. Hmm. Right. Now let's go over to the East and the Palmyrene Empire. So quick recap of the East. The East was failing. Ever since Gordian III, the Romans had not really had a hold in the area. Sharpor had been coming in more and more and taking as much as he could, and he finally seemed to be going for a full-on invasion when Valerian went to tackle him. And then Valerian was captured, yeah. leaving the East wide open. Governor Macrianus rose up to take power, declaring his son's emperor. Hmm. Odenathus, at this time, had attempted to appease the Persians, but could not really get the hang of all the kneeling business. <laughs> uh, so, to everyone's surprise, Odenathus was able to kick the Persians out of Roman territory, yep. chase them all the way across the desert, right up to Tesphon. Odenathus's relationship with Rome is very complicated and debatable, and some claim that he was loyal to Rome, and others say that he was just biding his time. Either way, he did not declare himself as the emperor, and he was given titles no other Roman has held, like dux, eh? as in duke, d-u-x, not quack. Oh, ducks. okay, I'm with you. Yeah. He's hold- Why is he holding a duck? <laughs> so he, okay. he was dux of the Romans, he was the, the duke of the Romans. Okay. Yeah, it's the first time we've come across this. Yeah. Um, he was also called king of kings. Mm. This was... Pretty much a title just to annoy Sharpaw. Yes, yeah, so and I'm a king. <laughs> I want to be king. Of kings. Can't believe I lost. Yeah. And then they started their don't ask, don't tell policy of <laughs> yeah. making the emperor. We just all keep quiet, shall we? No one's killing each other. Yeah, we're happy. Yeah. So we're all okay. Now, around 267, Odin Office was coming home from defeating some Goths that had invaded Asia Minor. Mm. That's north for him. Yeah. <laughs> 
The sources do not agree what happened. However, we do know that he died. I think the sources agree on that. So They do. So let's decide how Odenoffice died, shall we? Brilliant. Number one, a family member was quite upset with him. Maybe a cousin, probably a nephew. Sources differ. Odenoffice was out hunting one day, and his nephew slash cousin... Should we just say nephew? Yeah. That's a bit bit of a mouthful. His nephew kept killing all the beasts before the king could. Ooh. This was seen as the height of bad manners in the yeah. Batmarine Empire. I wonder that rhino. <laughs> you killed him. Yeah. Later that night, Odenoffice told his nephew off. Came a good scene too. Dressing down right in front of everyone. The nephew was not happy. Was he holding his rhino horn at the time? Yes. Drinking out of it or something? Probably. <laughs> So later into the night, when everyone was good and drunk, the bitter nephew approached the king and stabbed him to death. He himself was cut down by the bodyguards. A bit too late. Yes. <laughs> you got to be proactive, not reactive. Yeah, it's it's. But I suppose it does send a message to the next assassin. That's true. Like, okay, you get past us. We're incompetent, but we will kill you afterwards. Mm. Yeah. Mark our words. <laughs> yeah. The sources also suggest that he killed Odenoffice's eldest son at this point as well. Oh. Yeah. Okay, that's number one. Number two, Gallienus killed him. No. Not personally. <laughs> Just popping off, lads. Be back in three months. <laughs> yeah. No, this is the theory that Gallienus sent an assassin to kill Odenoffice because Odenoffice was becoming too powerful. No. I'm not, I'm not saying it. No. I don't think Gallienus had time to write the order <laughs> no. for an assassin. No, he's too busy getting letters and panicking and fighting. Yeah. Number three, the Persians assassinated him. Shapur got revenge through assassination. Mm. But number four, Zenobia assassinated him. Ooh, his wife. Because the ancient sources are sexist, and why not blame the only woman in the story? Yeah. <laughs> it's the only real reason I can come up for that but one. But she did gain a lot of power afterwards. Well, she did, but she had a lot of power anyway. I don't know, I'm just not seeing that one no, at all. No, no, no. Um, to be honest, two, three, and four are almost certainly not true. And one, the nephew killing him, that sounds the most likely, just because it's stupid and messy like real life I, is. Yeah, I, I believe that one more than anything. Yeah, so let's... Even the Persian one is... Mm, no. Yeah, so let's say that. He was assassinated by his nephew. This leads us up to Zenobia. Zenobia was born in about 240, putting her in her late 20s at the time. So yeah. she's still, still quite young. The historian Augusta claims that she was descended from Cleopatra. Mm. Yeah. That's rubbish. Yeah, almost certainly not true. Again, it's just the inherent sexism of, oh, what other powerful woman do we know? You just imagine them in the pub. Yeah, so oh, what? there was a... She's like that other one. You know, that other one. That, Mar she, Margaret Thatcher? Yeah, no, no. Reagan. No, I'm just stuck in the 80s. Um, Cleopatra! That's it. Yeah. She was a powerful woman. They must be related. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there is... A possibility that when Zenobia got to Egypt, she spread the rumour herself to try and make yeah. that link, but probably not. She probably had nothing to do with Cleopatra. No. Yeah. She's 200 years out of date. She seems to have been a daughter of a powerful family in Palmyra. Yeah. But around the age of 15, she married Odenophis. Her and Odenophis had at least two children, including Vab. Vab. Vabelapus. Ooh, yeah. Vab. Vab. <laughs> She seemed to travel with her husband and was more than likely with him when he died. Oh. For whatever reason, the transition from Odenoffice to his son Vab was really smooth. 
there seems to be no fighting. Mm. The Pamarines declared that Vap was to be the new emperor, and that Zenobia would act as regent until he was old enough. Fair enough. So, although technically not Roman, or an empress, we have our first female Roman empress. Yeah, it's true, yeah. yeah. Because she's she's in charge. I, you could argue the, uh, the Severans princesses also were in charge as well. You could, yeah, like yeah. the Judias. Yes, she was certainly in charge, but unfortunately because it's the Power Marine Emperor, we couldn't do own office or Zenobia. No, nope. it would have been good to do both, but we can't. No, no, it's no. a shame. It's the way the cookie crumbles. It is. There was a surprising lack of revolts recorded, and it seems that to begin with, Zenobia was able to rule in relative peace. <laughs> she reinforced the border with the Persians, and there's a possibility some fighting took place because Vap took on the title of Persicus Maximus. But who knows, maybe they just gave it to him. Yeah. 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 By now, Claudius was emperor in the West, and the don't ask, don't tell empire thing yeah. was uh, being stretched diplomatically. When Claudius was fighting in the Danube, Zenobia sent one of the generals south, and they kind of bumped into the Roman army there in the southern Syrian <laughs> province. Oh, hi. Oh, hi, what, what are you doing here? Oh, no, oh, it's fine. Oh, attack them, lads! <laughs> Get them all! Yeah, the Romans and the power marines... Palmarines, Palmyrians, um, squared off, and all the Romans were killed. Decisive oh. victory for Palmyra. It seems that Zenobia was announcing war here. Possibly. But not really, because she kept telling anyone who would listen that all she was doing was, like, rejigging the area yeah. so she could rule all of Syria for Claudius. Doing Claudius a favour. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He's very busy. He doesn't want to have to worry about this southern bit of yeah. Syria. I'll do that. Yeah, you just, you just yeah. sit back a bit. Shortly after, she then realised that a lot of Romans had left Egypt and were fighting in the Mediterranean. So, she seized the opportunity, went in with 70,000 men. Wow. <laughs> or not, because, let's face it, it's the Historia Augusta. Details are contradictory here. We don't really know that what happened apart from Egypt fell. Yeah, yeah. So, Zenobia has just got... Egypt, South Syria, the north part of Syria, and parts of Asia Minor, it's looking like a sizable empire now. She is the Queen of the East. She is the Queen of the East. Rome had just lost its most valuable province. Without Egypt, Rome starves. It's safe to say that Quintilus had no bearing on any of this. You could also put the argument forward, this, this could be the bottom. Because now they're not being fed and now they're starving. <laughs> yes, we are still along that rock bottom. Yeah, okay. A couple of little bumps up and down in Claudius and mm. Quintilus... Well, he wasn't even a blip. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're still bumping along rock bottom here. Yeah. It's looking very bad still. However... Ooh. I'm just going to leave that one there until next week. Oh, you... Yes. Because yeah. because you know who's coming up, don't you? I do. Yeah. I've heard good things. Well, we'll see. We will see. As a good sign, I've actually got a book called Aurelian. Oh, just about him? I uh, I don't have any other books that I could find that solely focus on one emperor from the crisis period. Mm. Yeah, so... um bodes well. It does bode well, doesn't it? Unless it, it just ha 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 all the way through. Yeah, maybe. I certainly don't have a book called Quintilis. <laughs> There'd be nothing in it. No, <laughs> it's a notebook. Right, what we do need to do, however, before we move on to next week is <laughs> is rank Quintilis. Should we just cut it down to tempo completo? <laughs> That's probably the easiest thing. Oh, come one. on, we've got to do it, because oh, I've already got the file things in the order, and it would just mess me up if I've got to change those and, and garage band. Right, play the song then. Go on then. 
Fightiest Maximus. Well, he did no fighting. No, zero. Next. Approvium Crazium. Uh, yeah, zero. Zero. Next. Successus Ultimus. Well, I've got a quote. Oh. Yeah. Is it ha ha ha, ha 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 ha. This is Zosimus. And I quote, Quintilus, the brother of Claudius, was then declared emperor. He reigned but a few months and performed nothing worthy of notice. <laughs> that is about all we have that is really hard fact about his reign. That is, that's Excellent. it. So, um... I'm going to go for zero for success. I'm going to go for zero. So, uh, ooh, yeah, zero. Image of faces. You'll be shocked to learn. He doesn't have a bust. There probably wasn't time. Probably wasn't time. Oh, you are attempting to draw something. Are you just going for the most generic face you can think of? He's a man. Oh, he's saying something. I hope this goes well. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Oh, I have a good feeling about this, right? <laughs> okay, right. Well, there you go. He's very 2D. <laughs> Very 2D, isn't it? I like his beard, though. It's kind of... Has he got a beard? Looks like he has. I don't know. I no, think that might no. just be a bit that's chipped off. No, oh, you're looking at that coin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd say that's a beard as well. It looks yeah, no, no, no. Shady. You're right. I think it's just been I think he's got a beard. eroded over time. I mean, there's, there's just nothing there, is there? No. Um, I, I like his beard, though. I like his face. I like his face. Reminds me of me in my younger days. Oh, yeah. He actually stopped one of our friends. Does he? Pete. No, he doesn't. Yeah, the beard. Not the hair, but the, the beard and the face shape. Like it's slender. As in he's got a nose. Yeah. <laughs> and a head. It's a very generic looking coin in my mind. Yeah, I'm not... In, yeah, I, 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 I don't care. Are you just trying to be nice? I'm trying to give more time to him, to be honest. Um, one. I'm not giving him anything. Are you? No. Oh, can I join you then? Because I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I don't think he deserves anything from Imago Facia. Okay. Temple completed. What's actually very how long he lasted. Oh, okay. Now, I can't remember if I mentioned this when we did the Gordians. And I said they are technically the shortest reigning emperors. <laughs> However, there is some debate on a future emperor. Okay. But this is the future emperor. Because estimates go from as long as six months yeah. to as little as 17 days. Well, you know what I'm going for. I've decided, and don't ask me why, I've decided I'm just going to give him a month. Because six months seems far too long to get from Rome to Aquileia and then kill yourself. So you give him one month? I'm going to give him one month. Okay. I'll do you, do you agree that. with that? So if you put that through our spreadsheet, that gives him a score of... 0.01. Oh, so, do you remember when we did Hostilian and we said we'd certainly not get lower than that? <laughs> it's not possible to get lower than that with our scoring system. You literally can Oh, I don't know. You could reign... F no, you you're always score something in Tempo Completo because you were the Emperor at some point. And there's no way with the, the algorithm you use... That sounds technical. Um, it's that's to go to zero, technical zero, one, 1 is there. So I think that is the least It would always there. round up to the nearest tumbles. So yes, this is the smallest possible score you can possibly get. Yeah. So yeah. Um... So he's literally the lowest scoring. There's nothing we can score. No. That You can't get lower than that. You can't. Well, that's a Genesis he's all right there. It's tempting, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like he, he was so pathetic. Right, let's discuss it. Let's All the music. Okay. Do they have a certain genesis? I would argue yes, just for that. The fact he killed himself when he didn't even have to. <laughs> I know, it was what fun. an idiot. Oh, See, he's not crazy. He's just stupid. And we can't score low. There's not going to be a lower scoring emperor. 
There's he's not. the lowest scoring. He has to have it just for that. Oh, it's very tempting, isn't it? It is. You tell people about him, it's like, hey, for he potentially ran for 17 days. Yeah. But I won't be upset if he said no. Should we, should we, after the last episode of me saying we never use the coin anymore, should we leave it up to the fate of Jupiter? I think so. Plus, he's not got long. I mean, they're about to convert, so... Spoiler. <laughs> what, too? <laughs> ah, some small mythism. <laughs> okay. Okay, here we go. So, it's entirely up to the coin. Does... What's his name again? <laughs> Quintillus. Quintillus. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Yeah, yes! No! No! Oh, he doesn't. You got my hopes up for a second. Oh, I'm sorry. It is the Lions. Yeah. Probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't stand a chance in the rounds. No, when we get to the rounds, it would have just like thrown that that group off completely. So it's, yeah. Um, but well done, Quintillus, for making us laugh with your patheticness. Um, yeah. So that that's it for this episode. Mm. Well, um, thank you very much to the Rex Factor. For allowing us to use their format. Yeah, it's a great go, podcast. Check them out. Go and buy their merchandise because I hear it looks pretty good. Oh, how would you know that, Rob? Oh, because uh, I was told. Oh, okay. I was told. I I've just been sent a mug. Literally yeah. sent uh, my my partner. She sent a photo oh. whilst we were recording awesome. of a mug that came through. It's a surprise mug that I'm guessing Ali or Graham or one of them, um, both of them. Who knows? Have sent me. Mm. But it's a special one that no one can buy on the shop. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Our services to the factor. I, I'll put a photo up on, <laughs> of it on, on our Facebook just to show how ridiculous it is. You can start collecting podcast mugs. Oh, I could, couldn't I? You've got two now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, our own. Yeah. 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 Interesting you should say that, Jamie. A Totalis Rankium book, you say? Yeah. We, yeah. We, we, we had two made, didn't we? One for you, one for me. This was the perfect opportunity for you to announce that we're going to start selling them. Are we? I don't know. We probably should at some point. Everyone else does it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. If you want a mug, let us know. Yeah, we'll, we'll set something we'll up. Get some, yeah, we'll yeah. Some. <laughs> yeah we're, we're, we need to get more organised than this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So don't forget, you can find us on Facebook. We're on Twitter. And you can download us from Podbean, iTunes and Stitcher. Yeah. And keep the messengers... The messengers, not Roger. <laughs> Roger. Keep the messages coming in. We've we've had a couple which we we like. Thank you to Zara Shu. I'm guessing you pronounce that Shu. S H O O. Is that her real name or is that a Facebook name? Do you it could think? be a name. It could be, it could um... be a name. I've just never seen it before. Yeah. Anyway, um, she sent us a message saying that she doesn't have a doctorate in Egyptology. But she does know how to pronounce Ramesses' name, the one that we gave up on. <laughs> yeah. um, but that still seems tricky. Do you want to have a go at that? Also, might Ray Sekeperenre. Yeah, I, that's probably. Usa Macrey Sekeperenre. Usa Macren Sekep. No. I love the oosa. Just like it's like camp twist on that. Oosa. Yes. Um, yeah, oh well. Well, thank you for mm. helping us. We're just so incompetent, we can't, <laughs> we can't pronounce that. And start um, your podcast, do it. Thank you to Mike Hammock, who... Uh, Mark Hammock, Mike Hammock. Mike oh, Hammock? Mike Hammock. Hammock, yeah. He's pointed out, I can't believe I've been doing this for so long, <laughs> um, that I keep calling them the Macromani, 
and it's actually the Markomani. And I've been exchanging my arm, I see, the wrong way around all this time. I was going to tell you, but yeah, it was too <laughs> funny. Um, right, okay. Sign-off. You're a regular sign-off. We do need a regular sign-off. Um, I don't know, does Quintillus deserve one? Well, until next week, Quintillus was rubbish. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Quinty, my old lads. Ah, hello. Brilliant you're here. It's bad news, I'm afraid. Oh. The, the troops up this end, well, they've, yeah. um, you know Aurelian. Oh, yeah. Strapping guy. Oh, he's such a big hero. beard. Oh, he's a good guy, isn't he? He's amazing. Oh, yeah. oh, that reminds me. I really do need to go and visit that orphanage he set up. Oh, it's fantastic, Sounds yes. delightful. And oh, don't forget the animal caring centre. Oh, well. yes. No, that's great. All those kittens were dying all I the know. time. Good job he set that up. Oh. Anyway, well, they declared him for emperor, I'm afraid to say. But What? But I'm the emperor. Well, yes. Well, you could say you are, but are you... Did you just use the past tense there? Did anyone actually ever tell you you, you were the emperor? Uh, the, the Senate, they sent me a lovely card. Yes, but... Uh, it was embossed and everything. I think maybe they what they meant to say was, we're very sorry, but you're not emperor. I, no, it's very clear. It's the, uh, well, no, really, and he's really good. The, 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 point, the point is, I think you're going to have to um, retire. Re- retire? Well, I'll... Yes, I agree. I, I need to retire. He's too good. He's very good, the, isn't he? He'll lead the Empire into a yes. new golden age. And let's face it, I say this as a friend, but you're quite frankly useless. I, uh, uh, you yeah. couldn't even organise Sardinia. Well, know. OK, fine, I'll retire. I've got a lovely holiday at home now in, in Sardinia. Uh, well, when, when I... And when I say I, I mean we, as in everyone, including the army with the swords, say retire, you're going to have to die, Quintilus. I... Die? Really? Yes, I'm afraid so. There's Why? only one Roman way to do it. You've got to open your veins. But it, I, I don't need to die, surely. No, I'm afraid so. You'd be a threat. Well, I mean, obviously you wouldn't be a threat. <laughs> but um, uh, it's just neater this way. But you, the blood. There's never been an ex-emperor. You can't be an ex-emperor. I could, reti- I could be the first retiring emperor. It's ne- it would never work. Well, can, can I at least have some time to think about it? Um, yes, actually. Yes, why don't you? Why, why don't you go and have a nice relaxing bath? Oh. Hello, and welcome to Roman Empress Italis Rankium. I'm J-Man. <laughs> Is uh, that what I'm you're doing? You're Arduck. No. <laughs> I'm Arduck. Okay. No, I'm not doing that. E- episode 41, <laughs> Quintillus. Let's <laughs> <Should we> record. <laughs>